point. He followed along behind his friend, hoping the sleeping dove at least had some good brandy. Once in the hallway, he pulled the mask over his head, mussing his hair even further than it already had been. He'd let it grow too long, he admitted, but it was not yet disrespectable. Now that he was the Duke, no one would dare tell him that he was wrong. It had become almost a game to him, to test the boundaries. Breaking little society rules was the only joy he had in recent memory. They joined the line in the cramped hallway. The sleeping dove had become a popular attraction. Nicholas had mentioned earlier that the gossips claimed Mother Superior's den was a breeding ground for the best ladybirds, some of whom eventually became high-priced mistresses. Not that Elias was looking for a mistress. He thought his peers did despicable deeds simply out of abundance and boredom. His father had been such a man. They let their estates run into ruin while they occupied themselves in the pursuits of momentary satisfaction. They strained against the strict rules of society, which made no allowance for their appetites, and they needed places such as this, where the patronesses and wives did not exist. There was a part of Elias that understood this intimately, and another part that felt disgust. The latter part began to grow upon looking at his father's bookkeeping, and wondering where a large chunk of his and his sister's inheritance had gone. A cloud of noxious perfume washed over him as a buxom woman wove her way to the front of the line. That is Mother Superior, Nicholas whispered like a conspirator. She's the one who has charge of all of the girls. If she likes you, you'll want for nothing. But of course, you're a duke now, and everyone likes you. Elias snorted through the preposterous mask and tried in vain to smooth his hair. Strands of it were tangled in the string of the mask now, threatening to knot. The damned thing worsened his derisive expression instead of obscuring it. I'm having second thoughts about this, Thackeray. Nonsense! Nicholas was now so excited that he was barely paying attention to Elias, bouncing up and down on his heels, verging on the idiotic. Believe me, you will be grateful once we're inside. Have I ever steered you wrong before? Yes, indeed you have. A murmur of anticipation went through the line of men as the doors to the back room opened. A mix of alcohol and sweat hit Elias's nostrils, which flared in protest. He would have to slip out of the brothel undetected to avoid getting an earful from Nicholas. That was not a fate he would enjoy. Nicholas was impossible to argue with. It would be better to just stay for at least a quarter hour and have a drink. Ladies were not very high on his list of priorities, but the liqueur would be appreciated. Mother Superior appraised Elias as he tried to slip unobtrusively through the doors. She put an arm across the entrance with a saucy flare. The madam of the brothel bore every resemblance to a dishrag. Flat, limp hair and a soiled gingham apron over a muslin dress past its prime. She even looked a bit damp. Her shrewd green eyes appraised them as she blocked the door. Elias would have put her age at fifty, but her cracked makeup was trying to hide the truth. You're new, she purred. A friend of yours, Nicholas. Elias felt his nose wrinkle at the informal way she addressed Nicholas. Then again, Nicholas was a regular visitor, and he must have given her permission. Yes, not that it is your concern, Elias replied, pressing his lips together. He'd been told he had a cruel mouth, which he used to his advantage when he could. He didn't care if the madam knew his identity, he didn't plan on doing anything untoward, and he wanted this woman to know exactly who she was dealing with. The Duke of Lennox. Your grace, she said, dipping into a deep curtsy that better displayed her bosom. Forgive me. Welcome.
I'll make sure you have first choice of the company of our fine ladies this evening. He bowed slightly in acknowledgement, but felt sickened by both the groveling and the swelling of her chest, barely kept in place by her gown. Overripe. He began counting the minutes before he could leave unnoticed. His eyes searched the crowd for Nicholas, who had already deserted him for gentler company. Elias could see him across the room, bantering with a scantily clad beauty in all red. Her elaborate mask was covered in feathers and beads of the same colour. They call her Crimson, and you can see why, Mother Superior said from over his shoulder, her eyes having followed his. Your friend has taken quite a fancy to her over the past few weeks. Elias held back a rude grunt. He managed to turn it into a polite sound that was a mix of disinterest and civility. Shall we get you a drink, your grace? He could see her thought process. Get them in, get them drunk.